Hello and welcome to the Fence End podcast. Uh, right, let's get straight down to it. So we've got Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Hello. And Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello. How was your birthday, Simon? Very good, thank you. Yes, cake and red wine. Can't beat it. Is um, are we allowed to ask the uh, the number attached to the birthday? Uh, there's a, there's a two and a five. Wow, the big twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So, um, right, things that we missed out from last part somehow. The incredible sock launch, um, and just the way that all came about. Um, it sort of hinted at this really well-edited video from the club. Um, that that sort of hinted that they're about to announce the kit and then just <laughs> unveiled the new home socks, which <laughs> I thought was yeah it was brilliant and obviously um it got quite a lot of attention. Um, do we like the socks? Do we like the whole kit? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's um yellow and blue, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was it was good. It was good. I yeah, it was good. <laughs> I don't, I don't I don't want to sound negative. I didn't think it was like an oh well look at that kit. But yeah, it was a good kit. It's a good kit. Yeah, I think yeah. the the way they did it as well. I yeah, think well that was the main event, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was that was brilliant. From whoever's idea that was, that was amazing. Yeah, and we right. it's it's yellow and blue. It's not a classic. It's not you know it's not going to go down in the in the history of the club as a classic kit. But it's certainly not the orange animal artist one, is it? Oh god. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it might go as a classic it's, one if we win the FA Cup. Well, there you go, yeah. <laughs> Depends what you're doing it, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, obviously um, uh, a large amount of comparisons between that and the one of the lot from down the A420 a few years back. Um, but I think that's just the way kits are at the moment. Bar the sort of homage to the Wang kit um a few years ago um i i think it's just a general thing from puma isn't it that you you get a set amount of designs and you choose yeah. a couple yeah and then so, there'll yeah. be a, an away and a third kit um no idea what colors they're going for there the fact they're going for a third makes me think that maybe there's a similarity between the home and the away or i, I don't know yeah, I mean, they maybe just want to make more money. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them. Every club does that, but yeah, yeah. But no, you could be right. It might be that they're, they're, they're similar colours, yeah. Or, like, it would clash with too many... that The home and away kit would clash with too many um, League One clubs next season. Um, don't know. Yeah. We'll find out when they announce that. But people seem really <laughs> hell-bent on finding out sooner rather than later. It's as strange, if, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> if they don't announce it by, you know, the second, then that's it. We don't get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? People are obsessed with this. Well, was it? When's the away kit coming out? Like, like the club are going to go, oh, God, we didn't do the away kit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get to the first away game. Get sort of, yeah. yeah. Somebody in yellow. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> I think we've they, people have got to channel their questions about how many tickets have been sold into something else. So Fair I guess enough. it's that. Yeah. Um did we um all watch the live streamed game at the weekend against QPR? Yes. No, I'm um, really slacking because I didn't. That's two oh, games in a row now. This, I know. I'm gonna try this afternoon. I'm really gonna yeah, I should be working at that point, but yeah. <laughs> it makes you perfect for the um, 
BBC's podcast. Oh, yeah, it does. It makes me a perfect contender. Not even and, just doing that little voice. You know, this is actually me saying this now. Well, yeah, but people have, have said they wanted it. And by people, I mean a person. But that counts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I didn't see it. But yeah, so Simon, what did you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we played pretty well, to be honest. It was, you know, that they're, they're clearly a good side going forward. Um, and I, I'm impressed with how we played in in pre-season. I think even at Crystal Palace, we lost the game, but thought we, there were times when we, when we more than matched them, and they were a team pretty much. Well, certainly names. I'm, I don't follow the Premier League that closely, but. When when the commentators were mentioning names, I think I've heard of him. Oh, I've heard of him. So it it wasn't like they put out a second string. They they put out a strong side. Um, and I thought we we looked pretty good against QPR. You know, we we looked more or less ready for the season. It's, it's obviously a curtailed pre-season, but I thought we looked we looked pretty much on it. Yeah, I think the first few games of any season, there are a few more um, sort of lapses in concentration at the back for every team. Um, so the fact QPR had some chances doesn't really bother me because they either missed them or we sorted them out eventually. Mm. But also, it's not like we scraped to 1-0 and they should have scored three or four. We could have scored three or four more. So I, yeah, I yeah. do actually think the, the win was probably fair. Mm. Um, how Taylor didn't have a, a hat-trick outside <laughs> of his goal. And, you know, you see it, particularly that, that header in the second half where he's right underneath the crossbar. I don't know how he didn't score that. And then he does score a back heel <laughs> through the keeper's legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, big, obviously, uh, obviously, name missed out of that was uh, Rob Dickey. Um, do we think, uh, obviously, the club have said it's because his head might not be in the game. But do we think that's probably him gone? Yeah, I'm, I I really can't see that he's uh, he's staying now. I mean, that's usually the the sign, isn't it, that he that he's gone. The word seems seems online to be QPR. Uh, QPR? Uh, yeah, the actual mm. team we were playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I really can't see him staying now. Um, but yeah, because I think he, Robinson even yesterday in in the Oxford Mail talked about the fee, didn't he? Um, yeah, or... aggressive. I don't know how that... Does that mean high <laughs> or low? I don't know. Yeah, well, he did call our strikers poignant before, so I don't know <laughs> what that means. Yeah, but, but it's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it sounds like it could be. Um, yeah. Do we think... Uh, see, this is a really difficult one, isn't it? Because in terms of replacements, um, I would say, and I, I did say on the last pod, I think Rob Atkinson is the, the ready-made replacement. But then if you've got... Moose, Moore and Atkinson all fighting for those top two places. Do you then need someone else other than Jones as a, a backup to those sort of three fighting for two? Um, and and if so, who who would you bring in? Someone who's happy to be the fourth choice for two spaces? I, I don't know. It's a difficult one, I think. I, I think you do bring in someone, not necessarily a permanent, you know, possibly a, a loan uh, but somebody with a bit of experience, because without, if you've got Massinio, who you know at the beginning of last season was potentially not going to be in the first team, but played and looked good, but clearly is going more into a, into a coaching role and and assistant manager. That kind of seems to be where his career is now heading, and I think he'll make a great manager, to be honest. So you you've then got 
are kind of without him you're looking at Elliot Moore as the as the sort of senior member of that back centre half pairing and he's quite inexperienced Rob Atkinson looks like a prospect but we don't really know Nico Jones doesn't seem to be around the place at the moment either so I think I think you need because an injury to any one of those and, and you're sort of down to the bare bones and I think I think you don't perhaps need to buy anyone because you want to develop Elliot Moore and you want to develop Rob Atkinson but perhaps we do need just that little bit of an, an experienced head with them. Do we think that it's um, a much I, I'm sort of feeding you what I think here but <laughs> a much smaller loss than it would have been had he gone in January? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 I think so, yeah, it's, um, I mean, we, he certainly played a, a big part in the end of that season, didn't he? I know it didn't end the way we wanted it to, um, but, yeah, and I don't think, the, I saw some people say that had we sold him in January, we'd get a lot more money, I don't know what they're basing that on, um, I, I don't think we'd have been a huge amount more, I mean, he's got, what has he got, eight months left, nine months left on his deal, mm. um, I'm not sure it would have been a huge amount more had he gone in January, um, it wouldn't. It maybe it wouldn't have been aggressive, um, but <laughs> whatever that is. But um, yeah, it's it's no. I don't. I don't think it makes. I think it's. It, it, I just think, think it makes much of a difference in the in the fee. Actually, that isn't what you asked, Liam, is it? <laughs> I just changed it to that. <laughs> no, it, well, I, it was sort of. Do you think it? We were right to hold on to him. I, I think he was. It was better to hold on to him for the second half of last season. And had he gone then, I don't think Rob Atkinson had been around the, the squad long enough to fit in like he seems to have done this pre-season. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't think it's the, the huge loss we sort of expected. I think a lot of us, as soon as we lost that, that game at Wembley, expected Dickie will go... Brannigan will go. We'll probably lose, you know, another couple. Um, we'll be lucky if Matt Taylor signs, and then, mm. you know, Taylor signs, Brannigan signs a new contract, and then it seems like we we may be covered in terms of Rob Dickey. Uh, the one thing I haven't seen Atkinson do is sort of take the ball forwards as as much as Dickey did because he took it round a few strikers <laughs> a fair <laughs> few times last season, um, and was sort of top of the of the league in terms of centre backs doing that. Um but I think he looks uh better sort of um danger in the box for corners. And we've actually scored from set pieces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know that um, a lot of people um I know it was a surprise that Brannigan signed a new deal because a lot of us thought he would go. But I'm really surprised at the amount of people who who thought we'd have a good chance at Dickey staying. What are you talking about? He was definitely he was he was going for ages, wasn't he? Mm. It's like when Roof left. I was amazed that a lot of people were were shocked, eh? <laughs> well, you didn't know this. You haven't known this for about six months. What are you talking about? Well, especially yeah. as I mean, it was within minutes of the Wembley game. It was like the club going, "Yeah, Rob Dickey will go." Yeah. It's not like they tried to hide it or like we might keep hold of him. They knew yeah. that he was going to go, and. Yeah, and this is it. You know, let's hope and, we got good money for it. And you know, and and it's the model that we've been working on for ages. We have to sell players to bring the new ones in. That's just that's just how it works. I'm afraid the numbers have to add up, and I'm sure this fee will 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 help us in that in that respect. Yeah, and lots of lots of people on that going. Well, that's not ambitious. Um, oh, you can't up. be successful at that. 
that is what Southampton do. And they are fairly successful. Like They're quite a big club, Southampton. And, mm. and I'm not in any way saying we're in the same ballpark as them. But it's not like you either are um, a selling club or a successful one. You can be both. Yeah. And in terms of incomings versus outgoings, we're we're firmly stacked in the first category there so far in this transfer window. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, and you can see <laughs> from looking at the Oxford Mail article I mentioned on the last pod that talks about all the transfers, you can see that we're I'd say we're we're in the the good side of that. Um, and mm. and the more optimistic one, especially when you look at clubs like Wigan, mm. who are obviously in in a bad place. But um, talking about players going out, other than a friendly um, and possibly cup games, we will not be playing Ivan Tony next year. Yeah, I was expecting, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what, I've genuinely in the notes put Tony gone. Phew, because <laughs> he is like a, always scores against us. Um, yeah. A lot of money they got for him, um, sort of good for them. But he went to Barcelona, did he? Or... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't, a, a I direct swap for Messi. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I'm just relieved. I, I don't know much about the replacement they got, but it, he seems to have upset a few dressing rooms he's been at. And I just, Ivan Tony always scores against us. I don't know how he didn't the first couple of games last season. Um, but yeah, I just I dread playing against him, and now we don't have to. Yeah. Um, do we think that's dented just their chances? Terrifying when he comes onto the pitch against you. You say, "Oh God!" <laughs> he looks yeah. about nine foot to start with. <laughs> um, and then he's yeah, got that like gone. Glad he's gone. He oh he goes that's down very good easily. Good move for him and Brentford, I think. I think they're a, a club like you know we could look at how they're they're set up. I think they're you know a progressive club. And and what you're saying about you know you can be a selling club and still be um, sort of successful and, and um, optimistic about your future you know they've done it they've they they regularly sell people mm. um, you know they they look at people like Ivan Tony from League One they they picked up you know our players from League One but they look to develop them you know young young talented players they don't just go for the big names they they look at a you know a um, sort of up and coming talent and develop it I think you know I'd love to see him go up next year I wanted to you know I wanted them to be the the team that went up through the playoffs but I think there'll be another force again this season which if they do um, we get a few sell-ons I believe providing Mm. um, Baptiste makes a certain amount of appearances it's if they get promoted and they've made a set amount of appearances or something like that Um, but yeah that'd be that'd be handy for us um so we we talked last time about a striker needed um and a winger i are we still of the mindset that that's all we need well obviously the the sort of dicky replacement should he go um which by the time this pod goes out he's probably gone and you'll be going why are they questioning that Um, yeah, any anywhere else we think we need sort of filling after the QPR game? I think you're right. I think you look sort of left side. We we perhaps need something. We've got plenty of, of right-sided attacking. Um, we perhaps need something in addition to um, Anthony Ford down the left-hand side. Um, you know, the, 
at centre half probably and 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 a striker somebody in that sort of Jamie Mackey role who can come on I, mean, I remember the heat map thing from I think it was Shrewsbury away where he came on and held the ball up and he's he had about five touches within about 10 yards of the corner flag and you need somebody like that with that sort of experience and and know how alongside um Matt Taylor I just yeah a little bit of experience up front something down the left hand side whether that's a, a wing back somebody you can cover Josh Ruffles or, or, or a winger out and out winger and a centre half and I think they will be set yeah and uh, didn't Robinson say there's a there's a forward coming before Saturday uh, he said he hopes so oh, okay right okay which yeah <clears throat> I don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> aggressive I, I, Interestingly, I don't know what you think of this. I, I, someone mentioned the other day that Luke Garbert still doesn't have a club. Is that mm. that's a, that's an interesting one, isn't it? And how does he not? Yeah. I, I, does he just want a lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> well, that would that would be. I was going to say, if he doesn't want a lot of money, you know, if it's if he's if he's being realistic about how much he wants, then that's the sort of player you you'd look at as a left-sided player. I, th- I think you'd yeah. perhaps play him not as a left back. I thought he was much better further forward yeah his, his set piece abilities crossing ability is great but he could cover at left back as well yeah so yeah I'd, I'd, have, I'd happily see him back yeah I wonder if that's something to do with um, him holding out for a championship club because of the yeah, salary cap be. yeah mm. um, yeah but yeah be, he's yeah. a good player yeah. I mean if we do it if we do that now I'd like to think that was my idea so yeah, yeah. can we well, work out something there yeah. or if you're, li- if you're listening Carl yeah, yeah. that'll be it <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I've still got his number somewhere actually. <laughs> um, Marcus McGrain again, what a guy! He's he it, like just really good to watch. Picks up the ball, turns towards where you're attacking, and drives that way. Um, he'll get a lot of players booked and getting their second yellow, I'm sure, because uh, that was the only way to stop him. Mm. Uh, looking really, really strong. Um, Cooper obviously went off with a knock and not many things have been said about that so I'm wondering if that was just a precaution type thing um, did we obviously this is to Simon um, enjoy the live stream experience yes yeah. I, it's obviously not like being at the game but when when you can't be at the game then you want a, a you know, you want to be able to watch the game, listen to the radio commentary we've talked about before. It's great live pictures to go along with that. Um, it's it's as close as we're going to get to being there. Um, and yeah, I thought it was it was pretty good. Um, it, it, you followed the game. Um, there were one or two sort of um, close up cameras and pitch side cameras, so it wasn't like watching it just from you know um, that one camera position. Um, I thought they did it pretty well. Yeah, um, it, slightly glitchy, but on your first game, that's going to happen. <laughs> mm. um, you wonder as well that perhaps you know allowing season ticket holders to watch it free was a way for the club to iron out any technical issues with lots of people wanting to watch the game. You know, so we're not we don't arrive at the first game of the season and there's issues. We're getting those ironed out ahead of time, which I think is you know the right thing to do. Good, good thinking from the club yeah is that going to be how they're going to do it for season ticket holders or is it going to be through iFollow with a particular login um, or is that still unclear at the moment I'm not sure to be I, th- I think you're right I think it is through iFollow um, 
So maybe me saying there are any out glitches is, is irrelevant. <laughs> it's going to be a, a different system. Well, possibly. Um, maybe it's worth having that backup because yeah. I, I don't know if you've got the new iFollow app, but I, I haven't got on with it very well. Right. Yeah, I hear a lot of people say there's a there's a, a large amount of glitches in it, and um, I think that's been the case for a couple of years now, hasn't it? It's uh, yeah. I don't think the EFL um, care. <laughs> yeah, 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 that. Yeah, yeah. It, which yeah. is obviously difficult now because there's no there's no way around it. You follow it through iFollow, or you don't follow it. There's no well, you should have got to the game or anything like that. There's yeah. no other way. Um, so it'll be interesting, A, to see how long we have to do that um, and B, to see how it pans out. But I, I thought their coverage was good and married up really well with the commentary. Um, it could maybe do with something before or during. It, it seemed a bit like, oh, it's half time now, it'll just go silent. Mm. Um, so it's like there yeah, was something somebody, missing. But Yeah, like said, the, um, the Crystal Palace, I appreciate that's Crystal Palace TV, their Premier League club, much bigger budgets, etc., um, but you're right, yeah, maybe, you know, a half hour beforehand, something at half time and, and uh, 15 minutes afterwards just to, to recap with somebody who, who knows what they're doing presenting it. Yeah, or even even if it's just from Radio Oxford, it, yeah. like whatever it was. And ad- admittedly, that was a particular game that didn't have the usual coverage. It just had the commentary. But yeah, it was like there was something. Uh, it was like you were then streaming it and you shouldn't have been. Obviously, yeah. we were streaming it, but it's like we'd found a hack into it and yeah. like, oh, and then everything goes quiet. Um, but it, well, it, all in all, maybe the um, I wasn't there today, Jerome, I wasn't at the game, needs to be, you know, live video chats. Oh, maybe. We can see, we can see the people that are phoning in to uh, Radio Oxford. That aren't at the game. Yeah. What I'm thinking they need, uh, Liam, is someone presenting something there, maybe a fan, maybe a fan who's also some sort of trained actor or... Yeah, you know, that kind of, and that. he's used to introducing football chat. Yeah, now I'm thinking late twenties, early thirties, around there. Well, thanks <laughs> for giving me late twenties. <laughs> I know. That. I might just, you know, I thought I'd inflate your ego a little bit <laughs> in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> former match of the day pundit or like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The, there's um, a two and a five involved. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wonder what Robin Cowan's doing. <laughs> Well, we know, and like, I was going to talk about this other podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. I have a long drive tomorrow, and I sort of set it aside as something to listen to then. Um, uh, are we? It, has anyone listened to the Radio Oxford podcast? I haven't yet. No, neither have I. I. <laughs> I will do, but I haven't yet. Sure, I got a message yesterday from mm-hmm. um, from one of the people from Tamana, um, and he said, firstly. That apparently Fraser dug out their podcast on the last one. I don't really know what that means. I didn't really. Well, I think you owe an apology just in case. Just just give a general political. Yeah, if if I caused offence, yeah, 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 offence was taken. I did. I said something at the very start, didn't I? Like I can't remember. No, I did say something. I don't think it was that bad. Sorry, sorry. It was all in jest. It was good, good fun. But yeah, he he then said, "Oh, and stop stealing our guests. We have we had Pritch on first, so I said he's my mate from Match of the Day. Anyway, uh, I think this is the problem. They've had Jerome and Nick um, and um, Nathan." Uh, and Pritch and and so on. We had Robin on and Pritch and and then they've gone. 
oh well that podcast thing's a good idea let's do one <laughs> so we've we've created a monster between us <laughs> um yeah i'm so, yeah, looking okay, forward to listening to it yeah sorry sorry tech manor sorry my apologies you're good guys we we are like we genuinely are all on the same team so i'm, yeah. I'm I think he was joking. It was a WhatsApp. It's, it's always difficult to say, but uh, there was a, a laughing, crying emoji. So must be must be good fun. Yeah. Um, right. What do we think of the idea of Radio Oxford doing a, a podcast? Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. It's it seems like when I saw it come up, I thought, oh, that's a good idea. I wonder why they that hasn't been a thing before because it seems like a really sort of obvious obvious thing. And um, yeah, the the. You know, but yeah, as a podcast ourselves, they're just going to get all the best guests now, aren't they? And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I was saying to you yesterday, they've called it the the, the joke, really, hasn't they? That yeah. a lot of us say, but which, yeah, yeah, I get it, but yeah, a little bit of me did think, oh, I kind of like laughing at you about that. Yeah. <laughs> don't join in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if it's going to be one of those ones that will have their hands tied. We can't say anything we shouldn't or offend anyone or anything like that because we don't know anything. Whereas Radio Oxford presumably have their heads up on a few things that they can't say and then have to skirt around issues. And they can't, you know, if if um, Mr. McWilliams says something that they don't agree with, they can't argue with him too much because he won't go on mm. their show again. So I, I think they're probably hands tied more than we are. So it will be a different type of podcast, but I am looking forward to listening to it. Mm. Yeah, in the same way that the club ones, like you say, were you know they've they've got to toe the party line to an extent, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Imagine if they got Bino on and just went, "Why'd you get sent off?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd just be yeah, it'd be mm. horrific. Um, uh, right, okay. Um, before we review or preview the uh, game against Wimbledon, uh, I must say before I forget. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe and retweet and do all of that stuff because <laughs> we plan to do it. And then the last <laughs> pod I forgot. So that's a good start. Um, it is really, really helpful for us um, to spread the, the good Oxford United word. Um, right. Usually when we're about to play Wimbledon, I say, how are you going to get there? Overground or underground? Um, <laughs> but you're not. You're probably going to stream it. So, um, yeah. What do we think about that? Last time we played them, um, it was 5-0 to yeah. Oxford. <clears throat> it's, it's just strange that the opening game of the season is going to be a cup game. Um, cup games are always a bit different, aren't they? So, it, 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 I don't know. It's a bit of a hard one to call, really. Um Will he play a slightly weakened side like we usually do in cup games? But we won't know that because <laughs> what is yeah. the weaker side? Yeah, um, yeah I, I really, I've got no idea really how we're going to do in this. I mean, Wimbledon, you keep hearing a cash strapped, aren't they? And they, they, every year you seem to hear this is the year they're going to go down. Mm. Um, but they've still made a fair few signings. Have they? I don't right, know what okay, right. they're like. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, two of them are loans and three of them are frees. Um, Longman, Oxenham, didn't they? Yeah, I mean there are only three listed, but then on our one they haven't got like Thorn listed as someone they've lost, um, or someone we've lost, and they haven't got uh, Holland or Brown or you know the lone players. So they may have had a lot out that aren't on this list. Uh, but they've had what Longman, Oxenham, Chislett, I'm probably pronouncing these wrong, Palmer, Woodyard, and Truman come in. 
and then Wagstaff, who I have heard of, um, McDonald and Pinnock uh, have left. Um, so they've had more in than out according to that list, but no sort of names of note. Uh, that being said, you know, they might be looking at ours going, who the hell's Marcus McQueen? Who looks <laughs> pretty incredible. Um, well, you'll soon find out. <laughs> yes. Um, um, obviously a big one for KR. Yeah. Oh, this thing again. Yeah. The um, <laughs> This is where they don't like him. Yeah. yeah. Because he had yeah. the job once. It's really weird, that. It's really weird. I mean, I get not liking MK Dons, but and maybe especially it's added if you're, you're AFC Wimbledon, but, you know, a couple of things. You're back now. You're back in the same level as them. So, you know, that. And so what? He was employed by a company to do a job. I mean, what? <laughs> get over it, yeah? Um, but yeah, in terms of the game, um, I don't know. This is really bad for a podcast, but I've just literally got no idea <laughs> what we're going to do. Who knows? I think we look, we look, we look really promising, don't we? We look really like we're in really good shape. And I know it's a bit like Pritch was saying. You don't want to read too much into to preseason. I instantly think of people like Jamie Guy in that preseason where he was amazing <laughs> in the conference. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. If you're looking for predictions, Liam, I'm going to say a 3-0 win. Fair enough. I like yeah, it. I've gone, um, I've gone hard. Um, and if I'm not looking for predictions? Um, I mean, it's too late now, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I've got, you can't really retract that. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon, what do you think? Uh, similar to Fraser, I think as long as we, we take it seriously, like we have done in pre-season, and I'm sure they'll be absolutely set up for it, and we don't we don't consider it another kind of um, pre-season match to get that you know level of fitness. I, I, we should beat them, you know. They're, they're based on on how we've done pre-season, everything around it. We 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 should take it seriously. We should beat them, and the League Cup's been pretty good to us over the last few years. You know, in, in the go back years ago, and we used to win the first first round and get knocked out, but we've actually done pretty well and it's been it's been worth quite a bit of money to us getting through tv games that kind of thing so yeah let's take this seriously let's get past them and uh, you know develop develop a winning mentality which we've pretty much done through pre-season you know if you look at pre-season and we've only lost to to a premier league club in pre-season that's the only defeat and it's pretty pretty good yeah um i sort of completely completely agree with you there um it, it i think we i think we should win comfortably and i think the perk is with this sort of game if we do lose we lose it's the cup we're not going to win the cup but it, if we can have a run then brilliant um i'm not overly sort of set on it i think you know the league's the priority as it has been the last few seasons um but i think we should win comfortably and mm-hmm. if we don't hopefully it'll be a wake-up call in prep for lincoln um, one thing that did happen on Twitter is someone called um, called us out for um, making a comment about uh, the sort of KR <laughs> Wimbledon thing, saying if Decanio or Matt Ritchie were playing against Oxford, then we wouldn't let it go. So why should they let Carl Robinson go? Um, and I, I'm really pleased they challenged on it because Ooh. it could have been another why do we hate Chris Wilder sort of <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the big differences are, I think Decanio is different to say anyway, because he is, people will say a character, but, you know, he's openly fascist <laughs> and, uh, you know, through Nazi salutes out to crowds and stuff like that. So 
I think it's okay not to like the person regardless of where he's worked. Mm. Richie pushed a ball boy. But I think some people react badly to it. If if we play against Lawrence Figaro anytime soon, we're going to give him stick. Yeah. We're going to use the fact that he used to play for them as the excuse. But the real reason will be he flaps and struggles under pressure. Mm. Um, and I think that's when it's, you know, oh, well, let's do it as sort of gamesmanship. Uh, yeah, gamesmanship. Um, in terms of Carl Robinson, he seems to thrive off it. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah absolutely. It's, um, I don't know. Is it, what, it, was it a Wimbledon fan that did this, Liam? Um, no, I think it was an Oxford fan. Oh right, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's 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 like you say. It's um, I just think it's a bit tenuous, maybe. Why they why they dislike him so much? It's mm. it's um. I mean, they're not really a. I get there's a big rivalry. They're not really a derby, are they? But um, I don't know. Maybe it's a fair point. Maybe it is a fair point. We do all have dislikes, don't we? For 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 certain reasons. And uh, to be fair, we said this on here before. Um, before Carl managed us. I don't know about you guys. I certainly had him in the um, he's an annoying bloke camp, yeah. um, <laughs> or he's like a a bit of an irritating manager uh, to 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 be against. Yeah, um, I think we we I've spoken about this recently, um, uh, just amongst sort of friends and family. But he's got this way of trying to win the game, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not just the Appleton style of Plan B is to do Plan A better. Um, he's got plan B's and C's and so on. And we've seen in the past the way to beat us under Appleton, for example, was to be physical and to have that niggly, ugly side of the game. So each time we played against a, a side that he managed, um, which wasn't often, admittedly, but there was it, it was very physical and it was the way to beat us. And so I assumed he was a very physical manager and that's that's his style of play but actually it's play good football until good football won't work and then try Mm. something else it just so happened that in playing against Oxford he was trying something else and so I only saw the sort of ugly side I think um but yeah I I do get your point there um yeah I just I just think that if you take off your Wimbledon glasses and look at it as a he wanted a job in football he was offered a job in football he's not an mk fan he's not a wimbledon fan he got offered a job managing a football club and he wanted to become a manager of a football club he's got no reason not to take it and as much as i respect what wimbledon have done in going back rebuilding starting again building up and coming up through the leagues and everything they've done there they're not perfect, are they? No, no football club is perfect. And I would imagine if you ask Kingstonian fans what they think of, of Wimbledon as, mm. a, as a club that came and ground shared with them, then took over and then sold the ground that Kingstonian were also playing at to Chelsea for their women's team to play on. And then Kingstonian are going, oh, well, we haven't got a home now. And it, Wimbledon are going, oh, well, you've got a lovely new home. It, mm. it, let, let's look at the, the whole picture. Yes, what happened with MK Don's or Wimbledon becoming MK Dons and all of that, that was shouldn't have happened. But that's 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 the football league's problem or or fault. 
MK, you can see why MK wanted a football club. You know, they perhaps should have gone about it. Well, they should have gone about it a different way. But equally, if they'd have gone and taken over, say, a, a local MK side, then there's an argument there that, well, they shouldn't have taken over. Should, where, where do you start as a football club? If It was a, a, a very unique situation with, with a, a city or a town. I don't know, whether MK is a city or a town, but yeah, I don't know. It's its own entity, it's isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, building the stadium and, and needing something to go in it. I'm going to say fill it, but uh, that's perhaps not the right phrase. <laughs> but you know what I mean. That there, there's there was clearly a desire from mm. Winkleman to to create something. Um, he it, it's up to the football league to stop him doing that, and they didn't. So he did things that were within the laws of 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 the football association of the football leagues you know they allowed him to do that they shouldn't have done but if you're allowed to do something then and you and it's something you 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 plan to do and you want to do well if if the authorities aren't going to stop you then okay i can understand women of fans you know they, they were getting tiny crowds so they you know the club were, were struggling so somebody came along and did something to to you know generate more fans yeah. Okay. Like you say, Wimbledon are now back in the same division, um, and they're not perfect either. None of us are. No football club is, you know. So yeah, get, move on. Get over it. Move on. And, <laughs> and the, um, the 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 money thing um, in in football. I guess it's like a wider debate, but the um, the it's like the example of uh, is it Salford City, who the old Man United mm. players own. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people, um, there's a lot of people who are quite opinionated on it. Either like they love it, or because the BBC did that thing on them, didn't they? Mm. They either love it or they hate it. And the hate seems to be that it's a bit of a vanity project, which I can see, and that they've just pumped loads of money in, uh, so much more than any other club in in the divisions that they've come through. But I mean, if you look at the the teams who win football divisions, usually they not always, but they've usually got. Uh, more yeah. money than most other clubs in that division. This, you could argue, is just an exaggerated form of it. They've just mm. pumped money into to get there faster. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's you could. I think you could argue it either way in in in, in football certainly. But um, people say they've deprived other teams of a place. But I mean, those other teams probably had slightly more money. Then I mean, where do you, I don't know. Where do you draw the line? Where do you say well, you can't spend yeah. that much more? Um, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a difficult one. It's probably one of those. If it's your club, you're okay with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you look at down the A420 in that that season that Decanio was in charge, and they were just spending for fun. I, I don't remember many of them going. Is this right that we're just you know taking some? It was a fans' money, wasn't it? That they that was being ploughed into it. Uh, I don't remember many people doing that. I think they just enjoyed the season and enjoyed the ride. Yeah, it obviously came back to bite them in the end, but yeah. Um, and, yeah. and you know, at the top at the top end of the game, we're currently looking at a situation where it was reported yesterday that Manchester City could offer Lionel Messi four hundred and fifty million pounds for five years. He's thirty two. I mean. That's where it's just gone insane. I mean, it's, mm. I, I just, it, it's mind-blowing amounts of money for, for you know, and I'm not, I'm no connoisseur on Premier League football, but is he gonna, is he gonna bring that much that they don't already have um, as 32. he goes through his years now? I don't know. I don't know. That's a much wider debate. <laughs> it will be shirt sales. Of course, yeah, of course it will. These yeah. sort of things are yeah. done in such a, a, 
a, a different way. You're not just looking. You know what you're going to get as a footballer. You know, yeah. best of all time. Um, but you, from a commercial point of view, they'll be looking at you know people in out of Mongolia buying Man City shirts with Messi on the back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it, it's a huge commercial opportunity for them. Do you think it would be worth if there was a sort of league? two or conference player whose surname was Ronaldo do you think it would be worth <laughs> buying him just to see how many fans bought Ronaldo shirts yeah well there, there's another Rooney isn't there is that right well there are a few I, I, I think Adam yeah. Rooney yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah I mean give it a go why not yeah. <laughs> um, right okay well um, I, I wasn't expecting to go off and, and talk about Messi and, <laughs> and that side of the game but um, if you've just tuned in now, he's not signing for us. No. Sorry. <laughs> no, you say that. <laughs> um, no, we're actually talking about football, and I don't think I've I've stated that enough. There's an no. actual <laughs> competitive football match coming up. Um, are, are you guys excited about the new season? I've spoken to a few people who aren't, um, but I really am. Yeah, I am. It's going to be weird. It's going to be different because obviously not being able to go and when we can go, it's going to be uh, reduced at first. As Well, you know, it's going to be different, isn't it? But I think we've got to be, haven't we? We've got football back um, and hopefully we'll be in a place soon enough where we can start filling stadiums again. Um, I don't think, sadly, we will in time for our friends visit in October. Um, well, certainly not the uh, the full the full. Because, I mean, that would have been a sellout, wouldn't it? I don't think we're going to be at capacity by then. Um, well, hopefully on that by... note, I, I did ask you the other day in a WhatsApp chat, but I, I think it's something I've, I've not seen written anywhere. It was just it sort of came into my head. Would you rather, if it's a third of the capacity, if we're playing at home, it's just under 4,000 we could take in, which is roughly the season tickets, no one else. If we were to move our home games down the road to MK Dons, we could have just over 10,000. Would you rather play at the Kazam with reduced capacity and have some season ticket holders move, uh, lose out and probably a rotation thing or an opt-out thing, or play in Milton Keynes and have not just season ticket holders, but be able to accept sort of people who just bought tickets? Oh, that's very tough. <laughs> um, Especially that game. Imagine if you could get 10,000 in for it. Yeah. I'd, I'd... Like one of those sort of one horse-sized duck or a, you know, 10... Yeah, 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 exactly. Size, you know, yeah. <laughs> God, I really don't know. Um, I'd love as many fans to be watching us as possible. Yeah. Um, but also, every time I've been away to MK Dons... We take about four and a half thousand fans and the atmosphere is usually crap. <laughs> it's usually never that good because it's just a, it's, it's, a, it's like an American bowl, isn't it? It's not yeah. very... Um... And you need vocal home fans if you've got a big away following. Yeah. We, we have taken to, you know, to quite a few places. You need something to bounce off. You need yeah. a position that's going to make a lot of noise and yeah. they don't. Which I'm, is why you look at like Pompey and Sunderland yeah. and Southend and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sorry to the other to, to to fans who may miss out. I might be one of them if it's, a, if it's a rotation thing for season tickets. But I would probably stay at home. I say this like this is a this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think again the club are listening in. 
Yeah, well, they are. Well, they are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Kath. <Kath. laughs> <laughs> um, we don't force any guests to say, hi, Tim. We ask if they would like to, and they, they tend to say yes. There's not and an obligation. No one gets paid. In fact, Fraser, you pay, don't you? What, pay to say? Oh, well, what, no, for... to, to be on the pod. I do, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I just hope they let me stay here, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you you pay for the the site it goes on to, don't you? SoundCloud, yeah, it's alright. Yeah. 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 Well, thank right. you for that. That's no worries, mate. <laughs> um, right, okay. I think that's probably everything. We're we're about to start the season. We are, we are. Come on, we can do this. Yeah, um, I will be watching. The, the reason we're not talking that much about the Brentford game is because we're recording it in the morning of the Brentford game and it will have happened afterwards. So I don't know if you want to edit this, Simon, and just go, oh, it was a good game. It's like, oh, no, it's a bit tough, wasn't it? It's like, I'm, I'm surprised we lost it. We were battered. Just one of those will work. Yeah. It, well, it will be Fraser. It's actually me. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's Fraser Edison today because I'm... I'm... I'm on me holly bobs. That's yeah. what I say that. On the holidays. And uh, I'm about, we're, we're going to go for a long walk up a, one of the Peak District peaks. Today. Oh, wonderful. So, uh, that's going to be, yes, that's going to be my day. Lovely. Nice. Are you at work, Fraser? Uh, yes, I am working, working at nine o'clock, yeah. So that should oh, be good. Exciting. But, um, yeah. um, cool. Well, hey, 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 Simon, if you're in the north of England today, you could go and see yes. those great guys at Tut Manor. <laughs> who I'm a big fan they're, of I'm a big fan they're even further north than I am at the moment whoa <laughs> I know it goes on I love a long way <laughs> but you keep going north yeah. there's a lot of it yeah, yeah. Um, and like just make sure you don't stray into a place where you can't <laughs> uh, it, a lot of it's still all back into lockdown and stuff isn't it so, yeah yeah. Um, yeah cool well now that we've gone back to Covid let's end this podcast <laughs> um, hi Tim hi Tim um, and and uh thanks everyone for listening um we we really appreciate it thanks very much and goodbye bye bye